I got a billion dollar mindset, steady as a flow, navigating all my time spent, letting niggas know. Billion dollar, billion dollar. Hey yo, what is going on? Welcome to the show, Into the Mind. I'm your host, Marlon Johnson, and I'm a parkour athlete turned real estate investor. I spent the last eight years of my life studying mindset of elite performers and applying those lessons to my own life. In my pursuit for success, I've sought out wisdom from mentors who are doing exactly what I want to do in all areas of life. So I've asked that they share their wins and losses with me, and in my search for those answers, this podcast was born. I wanted to share that valuable advice that I was receiving from successful entrepreneurs investors and world-class athletes so thank you all for tuning in this show is for free and my guests do give their precious time to be here so i do ask for something in exchange to show our thanks i ask that the price of admission be you share this if you get any value you go onto your social media you share it with your friends you share it with your family you share it with your co-workers you share it with people in the streets look my goal is to influence 1 million people to invest in themselves and to unlock their own potential and i can't do that alone yo what's up family so check it out i definitely have a bias for this episode because I sit down with A. Donahue Baker. And A. Donahue, he's an interesting fella, at least for me, because he's somebody that represents a role model for my community. It's an older black gentleman who's done a host of things. I mean, we're talking Grammy Award winning, certified CPA, real estate developer with over 500 units to his name. And he's currently working on creating and establishing a bank that will allow individuals from the minority community to get their businesses up and off the ground. I mean, how could I not be impressed? It's not often that I get to see a black gentleman in my industry who's excelling at such a high level and is looking to give back to the community. So I really enjoyed the conversation that I had with A. Donahue. We broke into a ton of things, generational wealth, building finances, understanding what a family office is, And just diving into the conversations that we really wish we had growing up. So this one is an absolute fun episode for you to listen to. Hopefully you're going to get a ton of value out of it. Make sure that you have a pen and pad ready. That way you can take down notes, re-listen to the episode if you have to again. And I'm going to catch you on the back end. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Into the Mind. I'm your host Marlon Johnson and today I have a special guest who's using his influence and resources to build up the minority community to a place where generational wealth is a social norm. He's a CPA, former Grammy-nominated music producer, and current real estate developer with a personal portfolio that includes over 500 units of residential and commercial properties nationwide. He recently co-founded a $10 million angel syndicate venture capitalist fund that was designed with the sole purpose of helping minorities create wealth and have access to capital. The fund accomplishes this by investing in entrepreneurs that need expansion or startup capital, as well as funding or financing individuals that want to invest in real estate to build wealth. As a co-founder of Money Avenue, LLC, the fintech bank, He is looking to bring wealth management to the masses, creating more and more millionaires with creative financing techniques, tax strategies, and generational wealth creating opportunities. So please help me in welcoming professional speaker, serial entrepreneur, and multi-million dollar investor, A. Donahue Baker. Donahue, man, welcome to the show. Pleasure, pleasure to be here, Marlon. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Man, I'm glad to have you. So listen, Donahue, for our listeners who may have never heard of you yet, 
you know, can we start to share a little bit about your history? I'm talking about bringing it back before real estate, before you were a CPA, even before the music industry. Who were you and where did you come from? Well, uh, just really a kid. Grew up in uh, New Jersey. Grew up in uh, income, low income apartment complexes. Uh, you know, I lived there with my family, my mother. She passed away when I was really young. So, uh, you know, we had to overcome some hurdles in life. So, you know, I, I started from the bottom. That's basically, you know, where, where it is. And then gradually through making the right decisions, I was able to just improve my life overall. But uh, it's, it's been quite a journey. I'm, I'm really happy to be here and now spend most of my time trying to give back and go back to those same places that I grew up in. You know, a lot of, a lot of what I do is um, reaching out to low-income uh, families and trying to install financial literacy in their lives, right? So that's really who I am uh, in essence. And, and I'm really all about helping, giving, and building. And that's, that's really my essence of who I am. Man, I like that. I like that. I do appreciate that because, you know, I was actually doing a little bit of research on you and I listened to you speak on the Black Wealth Renaissance podcast, which those guys did an amazing job, you know, and Love those guys, Love those oh, guys. they're amazing. Yeah. And you got on there and you were dropping just gem after gem after gem. So there's a lot of good stuff that they covered there, but you did mention something in that podcast pretty early on. You said you had mastered a few basic principles that allowed you to accumulate wealth over time. And it allows you to teach entrepreneurship where you're actually teaching at Morehouse right now, but you never quite got into what those principles were, you know? So what would you say are those principles? Well, number one, it's understanding where you're going, understanding just the, the principles of financial literacy, right? So if you, if one of the key things that you have to understand in this country is if you want to be, and you should want to be a multimillionaire, right? You have to understand how debt works, right? And it goes from that point, understanding just the basic rudiments of how wealth is built and the principles, understanding how debt works, how you can leverage it, what asset class that you need to focus on and what skill set, and everyone has a unique skill set, what skill set is best suited for you, the individual to accumulate wealth? Everyone has a lane. Now for you, Marlon, it may be, you know, you're doing a lot of great things with this podcast, a lot of things that, that you're reaching out to do. It may be just staying in your lane, leveraging your podcast. When I talk about leverage, the whole thing is about how do you multiply the value that you have today against the value tomorrow. With your platform, you can multiply it by increasing your reach. And there's a number of different, it, it, it's, it's not rocket science. You just look at what the successful people have done and you try to do better. That's really it, you know? So that can mean just being, you know, taking this prime example, we're talking about podcasts, Joe Rogan, right? You know who that is, right? Yep. So Joe, Joe Rogan taking his love of podcasts, he was able to find a lane and, you know, if you X forward a number of years later, he's created a, a hundred million dollar valuation from podcasting. So the point I'm trying to make is we live in a unique time right now. And if we can leverage technology, leverage all the resources that are at our disposal, we can really start to accumulate wealth. And, and, and that's one of the things that I try to get people to understand. It all starts with basic financial literacy. Man, I like that. I appreciate that. So, you know, I actually have a question for you and you might be able to, you know, shed some light on this. 
-hmm. I have this theory, right? That if you are able to focus on one thing, you know, let's use the example of Joe Rogan in that podcast, and you're Mm -hmm. able to excel in this one particular area, regardless sometimes of even what that area is, the fact that you're able to focus on a single task, on a single thing and build it allows you to then pivot into other lanes with a little bit more ease versus if you try to be this jack of all trades, essentially you kind of keep building out the bottom level and you're never able to vertically grow in anything that you do. Would you say there's any truth to that? Yeah, I would agree 100%. Um, people look at me and they say, well, you're, you're doing real estate. Um, now you, you, you're in uh, banking. Uh, then you're in music. For me, it was a one step another. And the way that I can and that give is, you know, when you have a tree, the root of the tree is just the knowledge that you have. And for me, the root was, you know, I started in high school, I started doing accounting. So that was that was in me, ingrained in me in high school and college. It continued. I was an accounting major, finance major. Um, and then it just branched out from there. So if you if you look at the root, you can just add knowledge on on top of the like the, the branches, the leaves would be additional knowledge. So when people try to be a jack of all trades, um, you know, you have to look a little deeper because if, if, are they starting a new tree or is it the same root, just different branches? That's really what you know how I how I look at it. And the way to accumulate knowledge really really fast is keep everything within the same tree, the same root, you know, instead of trying to jump around and create more trees, just use the same base of knowledge and branch everything off. So for me, it was, uh, I was a CPA, right? I was a CPA, I worked with the family office and I saw how wealth was created. From that knowledge, I learned tax strategy. I learned how to build wealth. I learned hacks. I learned how the rich did it same tree it's just allowed me to perfect the, my knowledge base and share that knowledge with other people right where i am today from the the branch or the the root of wealth creation i got into real estate i think that real estate is one of the one of the two ways to build generational wealth the fastest right so that's what led me to create this 500 unit portfolio same same tree, same just a different branch. Now from real estate, I'm like every single real estate I, transaction I do, who's at the center of, of that transaction? The banks. No. So same same root, same same tree. I just branched into a new dimension, which is banking. So had to, it was a learning curve there. I had to learn a lot. It took me a year. Our, our bank is finally going to launch in February of 2021. But the fact of the matter is, it's the same tree same root um you know from the person looking outside in it may seem like you know he's involved in a lot but really it's the same tree the same knowledge base and it gives me an advantage because i have a more diverse background and i can relate not only from you know my community but also from just different industries and sectors within that I like that. I like that because you're really you're creating this unique combination, right? You're creating this combination that yes. has never existed before. And it's not a this or that. It's a this end that it's an inclusive game. Yes. It's, more of an abundance. it's adding value. It's adding value and everyone can do it, right? Everyone has a unique 
set of skills, talents, and passions. And that's why I'm always looking to engage, interacting with people because my skill set combined with someone else's skill set, a lot of times you can create explosive things. That's why it's important for you to constantly learn, but also constantly network and, and exchange and build teams and you know just just have people around you that are of a certain mindset that allows you to grow but also you're giving knowledge to them and they're growing so it's a mutually beneficial relationship i like that and you know because with the networking right i think a lot of folks think networking is something in addition to that you know it's something that would be nice as an additional piece of business and the way i view it now it's it's essential. If you're not networking, your business is not, yeah. growing. you are not growing, you're capping yourself, you know, so would you agree with that? Absolutely. You know, part of um, networking is it's, you know, that mutually beneficial exchange. So the same way I met you, it was someone that I helped and got some value from me. They introduced me to you. And then, you know, end of the day, I'm able to have a relationship with you and, and get my message out. Right. I can have the best product in the world, which I think right now I think I do. But <laughs> it's like having that best product doesn't mean anything if I can't share it with the masses so that they can know, well, I have a great wealth building opportunity over here. You should reach out to me. You know, if, if, if you're not the if you're not the link, you're, you're right at the, 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 the doorstep for it. Right. So if you don't open that door, share the knowledge, it never gets out. People would never know that I that I have a bank and I'm about to change the banking industry. I have a way in which people can not only get money to start their business, but also a way in which they can really have a pathway to build generational wealth. They would never know that if it wasn't someone disseminating that information. And that's why I'm so. so I've I firmly. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, we had a little. No, I just firmly there. believe in that. So no, no. And I'm sorry about that. No worries. I, I guess. So, yeah, cut off on my end for a second. But, you know, I am super yeah. excited to have you on, actually, because when you started explaining to me the concept behind your bank, right, it was just my brain said, wow, I'm not even thinking big enough. Oh, my gosh, like this would be game changing for our community. This would be game changing for people. This is the way mm -hmm. banking should be done. And I genuinely got so excited. I was like, I want him on the show yesterday. Like, I want this information out there immediately. So can we actually talk a little bit about your banking, right? Can we talk about what it is, the concept behind just what you want to do and what you want to bring to the community? Absolutely. So first of all, the bank is built on the principle of creating generational wealth for everyone. And we said before, it's really two ways to do it, either through real estate or through starting a business, entrepreneurship, right? Very, very important things. And we all need to be creators. We all need to be producers of some kind. If we're able to do that, we can eliminate poverty. We can really be in the driver's seat for our destiny, for our children's destiny, and the way that the world is going. I mean, COVID has came through. What we, what we know is that 70% of all jobs can be eliminated by computers. Computers are getting smarter. AI technology is getting faster. All of this comes into play. And we felt that there was time for a bank that really, really can do something for the community. And that's really how we designed it. So the bank is based on bringing people, the individual through six levels of generational wealth. The very first level, and actually at each level, the, the client 
or we call them the ambassador or the client is really focused on only one thing, right? So at the very first level, we call it the thousandaire level. We focus on creating thousandaires. We define thousandaires as someone that is capable of making at least $100,000 annually, right? So you come in, you get a bank account, you can go to bankmoneyav.com, get a bank account there, sign up for an account. We have a bank account that gives you no fee, monthly minimum monthly balance. If you do a direct deposit, we allow you to get your paycheck two days earlier. So if you normally get paid on Friday, you would get paid or your money would be available on Wednesday going forward now. It's all FDIC insured. And in addition, we have a budgeting app that goes along with that. So it helps you to, gives you this financial literacy. We, get, we send free um, educational content, but we also have a budgeting app just to help you meet your goals, to stay in front of your finances and be more financially literate. That's, that's level one. Level two, we turn it up a little bit. At level two, we want you to focus on living the rent-free lifestyle. What we mean by that is if you're between the ages of 20 and 30, we have special loan products for you that allow you to make your first purchase of a home, a multifamily home, so that you can house hack, so that we feel that if you're able to do that, that just that level two step, if you're able to do that, you're able to live better than 70% of Americans today because the wealth gap really exists because in our community, we're not owning homes where our white counterparts are, they, they have like parents that own homes and able to pass homes on. And we don't really in our community have that head start. So that's one of the things we're trying to change. At level three, we wanna really change the game. We want you to understand that we have a number of financial tools and, and, and free, educational uh, webinars and, and, and things like that, that we can give you that at level three, we want you to bring your personal credit score to 720. You lock it. And when we say lock it, it's just don't use it. And we want you to live exclusively through an LLC. What we mean by that is that everything you do now becomes a tax write-off or some type of business expense. If you live exclusively through your LLC, you'll be able to save money. You'll also be able to build out multiple LLCs. And that's really what the bank focuses on. So for every LLC that you have, what we do at the bank is we get you $50,000 of business credit that is not attached to your personal credit profile. The reason why that's important is because the correct way to to basically leverage debt is to do it safely, not attaching your personal credit, right? What we wanna do is set up LLCs, a multitude of LLCs, right? We said, um, you mentioned the conversation that I had before with, uh, with Donald Trump. Donald Trump has over 500 LLCs. He has over 500 LLCs because he understands the power of an LLC. And we help you, the consumer, to understand how you you can leverage your LLC in millions and millions of dollars debt safely. And when I mean safely, Donald Trump has filed bankruptcy four times, but it's never affected his personal credit. So the, uh, in 1992, when he filed for bankruptcy, he actually, the very same week he filed for bankruptcy, he set up four new LLCs, leveraged those LLCs for millions and millions of dollars. 
So that's, there's, a, there's a strategy and there's a way to do it. And we try to educate people, improving their financial literacy and showing them how to do that. And that brings us to level four. So at level four, what we do and have one goal and that one goal is to get a million dollars in debt. Of course, I'm not talking about bad debt, consumer debt. I'm talking about buying income producing assets. So with the bank, we're able to give you lines of credit up to a million dollars. If you've done what you're supposed to do in level three, take the $50,000 and prove the concept of your business. If you can do that, you have two years tax returns, then we can, we can get you these higher lines of credit up to a million dollars, right? Now, at level five, the million dollars in debt that you got into gets converted into either a million dollars in equity if you're in real estate or if you're doing a business, that can be a million dollars in valuation. Show you how to do that through a number of different strategies, forced depreciation or setting up the ecosystem of LLCs if you don't already have one set up. But we explain what that is in, in you know, educational videos that help you kind of go through that, that path. At level six, you've already created millions of, or you should be, at least be a millionaire at level six, right? Because we've, we've, we've turned the million in debt into a million in equity. So the assets that you own technically with minus those liabilities should be in excess of a million. But you're not gonna feel like a millionaire because it's tied up in your business or in your real estate or in equity. So at level six is the true level of generational wealth creation. What we do, is we have strategies or professionals that will help you if you're, let's say you're looking to pull money out. We have 1031 exchange specialists to help you structure those. We have people that uh, focus on setting up a trust, an irrevocable trust, blind trust, family trust, whatever trust suits your need. We have specialists that give you individualized attention. And you cannot talk about generational wealth without talking about life insurance. So what we do at the bank is we do offer life insurance and it's available to everyone. And the point is, is that everything, like if, if you're, let's say you're between 20 and 30, you can get a hundred to $150,000 life insurance policy for as little as $20 a month. So the point is, this needs to be, the conversation needs to be had. And at that level, at level uh, six, the whole thing is passing wealth on, creating it and passing it on. So that's really the, the basis from which the bank has started to bring you through. Obviously you can get each one uh, a la carte, but we want to not be a transactional bank. We wanna basically be with you for the full duration, leveraging technology, leveraging these, these hacks tax strategies, a number of different free education that we're gonna be bringing to you. So that's the basis of the bank. I know it's a little long-winded, but it's, no. a, it's a well thought out uh, approach that, we, that, that we're that we really, really excited about. And a um, number of different things that I did along the way that we have that I didn't even touch on, but uh, but it's gonna be, be a great adventure. So, you know, first off, I like that everything you said, you dropped a lot of gems in there, right? There's so many little things. I think people are going to have to go back and re-listen to that a few times just to be able to pull all the nuggets out. But essentially, you're describing a bank that most people have never imagined. And our counterparts, like our white counterparts, kind of have this with their banks, where you're describing a relationship, right? You know, most folks see the bank as a place they go in, in and out, in and out. 
They don't know the bank teller's name. They don't know anybody in the bank. The bank doesn't know anything about them. And you're describing, no, 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 we're going to do this a little bit differently. You're going to come in and we're now going to be connected, almost attached at the hip in a way where what's happening with you affects us and what's happening with us affects you. We're going to see you through to the finish line. You have a goal in mind. We're not just going to come here and hold your money. We're going to show you how to generate that. You know, so absolutely having that relationship, that's key. That's crucial. I think people really need to tap into that. So I got a question for you because I know some folks might be wondering, well, you know, Donahue, I, I don't really have much. Like, I don't, you know, like that's all good and dandy, but that's not for me. You know, what would you say to those folks? You know, who, who would the system benefit? That's just it, right? So this is an opportunity to create wealth from nothing, right? From nothing. So if you say, you know, you're the person that doesn't have much, number one, you should be thinking about your children. You should be thinking about creating generational wealth. Even if you're 21, you should be thinking about the next generation. So one of the things that we have at Money Avenue is these generational accounts that you won't find anywhere else, right? It's basically an opportunity for minors to have accounts, of course, with parental supervision. But the analogy that I give is when I was 15 or 16, I had no knowledge about how to bank, how to budget, how credit works, how credit cards work. Um, so when I turned 18, went off to college, I was flooded with credit cards. And I didn't, I mean, I've never had a credit card. I just spent willy nilly, got into some trouble, ding my credit up a little bit. And it cost me some years in my development. What I wanted to do at this bank is number one with these generational accounts is give 15, 16 year olds a chance to get introduced, improve their financial literacy, have, have them have an account and there's no minimum balance. You can open up an account, and, but you get an introduction through our budgeting app, through education into what it's like to really be responsible and just improve overall financial literacy. That, that's really the key. And for the, for the 18 year old or the, the 15 year old, when he turns 18, he has that head start because he can manage, he can budget because he understands how, to, how credit works, how his credit score affects his investments or his financial decisions. When he understands that, he has a head start over others in the community that don't have that knowledge, right? So then once he, if he understands that, then he's ready to elevate. We talk about what's available in the world of entrepreneurship. From every LLC, we can get you $50,000 to start a business. Now imagine if an 18-year-old could do that. You have $50,000 to start a business at 18. You can prove the concept of your business. You can be, and it's done safely, right? So it doesn't, you don't have to mess your credit up if things fail. And 90% of businesses fail. So this is how you start from the bottom to build your way up. Right? So with our bank, we have business accounts that's coupled with the $50,000 of building business credit. We also have uh, company uh, credit cards. We can give credit cards. We can put limits on credit cards if it's minors. But if, it's, if you're an entrepreneur, you know, you're going to need that credit to leverage and prove your concept. So that's how we start. And that pathway, that thousandaire level is just the entry point, right? So you're a thousandaire. If you're so, one of the things that's great is the thousandaire roadmap could either be from an entrepreneurship's perspective, or you can have a job. So we have programs or companies that are connected with our business and our bank that we can 
say, if you get into this program in three months, they'll train you and you'll graduate with a six figure job. We're doing that. Like this is happening today. So people are basically in three months getting trained. Obviously it's in technology because there's a serious need, but three months showing you a skill. And then from that point on getting you a hundred thousand dollar job, you know, to me, that's life-changing. And if you look ahead, the future is, I think that our bank is gonna be at the future of, of things like that because um, the banks of today are not doing it. You know, they're not doing, they're not having that relationship and they're not, they're not being a true partner. And we're looking to be a true partner to help you every step of the way and give you the support, the access to capital to make sure you can win. Man, Donahue, you're getting me excited this morning, man. You're really you're talking my language right now because you're aware, you're seeing the change that's coming down the road. A lot of folks get oh, caught yeah. up in looking at what's always been or what's currently, and they assume that's how it will always be. But the times are changing. People are looking to have that real personal touch again. And if business isn't adapting to that, especially the banks, because the banks have been so mm -hmm. big, but that system, it's a failing system right now. So people have to realize the change that's coming be a part of it. And I'm sure you're probably getting flooded with the resumes if you're telling people that they can come in, be educated and potentially have six figure jobs on the back end and then be further educated to create generational wealth. I'm sure that the numbers are coming in. Absolutely. To be a part of this. Absolutely. Well, we're doing it. It's really through word of mouth. We've done no advertising, no advertising at all. So it's really as people come in where, you know, it's the relationships that we that, that we're building. And then they're talking to other people. And that's really how we've been able to grow our business. And the business has been growing even in the face of COVID. We are the ninth ranked fastest growing fintech in the country, which you know we're happy because we've done no advertising. It's been all word of mouth and social media. Um, in addition to that, it's like one of the things that, that kind of like I have to do as a CEO is to look into the future and craft where our population or where our people is going, where our how our community is, is being affected. And one of the things that, that I think is so important is I think a dichotomy is going to take place right now with it's like those that are financially literate and those that are not. And if you're not financially literate, you're going to get left behind. And the way that I can, uh, another analogy that I can give to support that is that computers and AI are taking over at alarming rates, right? So, um, you know, we all, I drive a Tesla. One of the things that the features of a Tesla is this autopilot where, you know, you can literally uh, take your hands and your feet off the steering wheel and the car will take you to the destination that you need to, need to go to. That's the future, it's here and now, right? A year or two, uh, about a year and a half ago, somebody died in the Tesla. They, they basically ran into a forklift and they were decapitated using that same feature, that autopilot feature. The under, what's important about that is, I mean, it's unfortunate that they passed away, but no one, because of computers, no one will ever die like that again, right? So the, the, the idea is that the data that's being collected simultaneously, thousands and thousands of accidents and you know, driving mishaps is being computed into the computer and it's benefiting everyone that's driving these, these Teslas that are using the autopilot. So right now we're at that critical point where it's actually safer to have autopilot than have 
a human driving you around. This is where we're going, right? Right now, today, in 2020, that's that's the you know that's what's happening today. We have to understand that our finances are being computed the same way. The data, the choices that we make on a daily basis with our finances, it's going to come a point in time where it's just going to be better for a computer to recognize and say, this is where you need to be if you're looking to go to this multi-million dollar level. It's going to, it's, it's all going to be computer generated. And this is how we're trying to position ourselves and position our community to be in the forefront of that. And so we have a number of things coming down the pike, utilizing this high technology AI, things like that to really, really help us make financial, better financial decisions. Because if you can make better financial decisions, you'll have more money. If you can have more money, you'll be wealthier. You'll be able to accumulate wealth and have wealth compound. So that's really the key. Yeah, man. I mean, I truly like what you're saying, because right now what you're talking about, it's not a resource thing per se, where, you know, you need to have anything else besides what's up here, right? Mm -hmm. So you're truly giving people the key. And this is what's been missing the whole time, right? Because something mm -hmm. somebody said to me recently, which I've been holding on to near and dear to my heart, is you are your number one investment, right? You will always and forever be your number one investment by getting yourself financially literate, by studying or being around individuals that understand this, like yourself, you are going to essentially turn your brain into that asset, your body, your mind, your being into that asset, and you will be able to capitalize on these opportunities because you're presenting an amazing opportunity because so many folks, when they look back in time and they say, oh, 2008, if I knew that was coming, oh, I would have capitalized the dot-com boom. If I knew that was coming, I would have capitalized well, here it is, right? You're being, they're being presented right now. If they're listening to this podcast right now, they're, you're in on the secret. You're in on the wave. This is your opportunity. Mm -hmm. What are you going to do with it? So that's amazing that you would uh, be able to bring this to folks. And you really do break it down in such a clear way. You really are an accumulation of all of your past backgrounds, right? Your CPA. So you understand the numbers, your time with hip hop. So you understand the culture and how to connect and network with people. And you have a following of folks that you understand who you want to connect with, right? Then your real estate, you know, as not just a real estate investor, but a real estate developer, most people, if they don't understand real estate development, they miss out on the fact that you all essentially have to become like oracles, right? Because you need to figure out where these multi-million dollar complexes and buildings need to be placed so that they have value for the next 30, 40, 50, 60, 100 years. Therefore, you really do need to understand what's happening in a community, what makes sense, why to be somewhere, when and why. So all of that sure. tied together. And now you're essentially giving people the roadmap to here's generational wealth. Here's how you can do it as well. And really, I want people to understand truly. And the reason I'm reiterating this, I know you said it, but I want people to really get this is you're essentially giving them this way of playing life like a video game where in video games if you mess up you get a reset button and you get to try again by tapping away from your own personal credit and tapping into business credit essentially you're giving yourself that opportunity to have multiple lives on the screen you're like mario with the nine lives like we can you know we messed up yeah. we learned from that mistake we go back we do it again so that's amazing i love that analogy 
I love that analogy. Can I borrow that, by the way? I, you know, man, that's all yours, man. You know, we can't. Hold on. The information doesn't belong to any of us. <laughs> I love it. Like a video game. So one of one of the things, and and the reason why it's such a great analogy is because that is exactly it, right? It's it's understanding that you're like when I say we need more creators, it's understanding that we want to encourage people to take risk. But when you don't have a lot of money, your risk, you can't take a lot of risk. So this is the pathway to do it. Start a business, prove a concept. All you need is $50,000. $50,000 is enough to prove if you have a viable concept. If you can make money and be profitable off that, the next step is to leverage up and then scale. And then at that point, if you, if you, you know, you can get investments, you can, you know, there's a number of different options for you, but it's important that you at least can prove a concept to a business. And guess what? The odds are stacked against you if you do, right? Because most businesses fail. But I guarantee you within the next five years, you're gonna have a number of businesses, young people that are gonna start businesses that are gonna be widely successful because of the things that we talked about, social media and technology and leveraging it. Like that's how you create millions and millions of dollars. And it's easy because you can create it, I won't say out of thin air, but these valuations don't have, like a lot of companies that are, you know what a unicorn is? Yes, a unicorn um, where a company that just comes out of nowhere and just blows up through the roof. Pretty much, but it, you, the, the threshold is their valuation is a billion dollars, mm -hmm. right? So they're in Silicon Valley, one of the, the areas of tremendous wealth creation right now in this country. There are companies that are started two years ago that are unicorns now, right? Valued at over a billion dollars. The point is, is that this cycle needs to kind of disseminate to our community. This is a way in which it can happen. You know, we want to just be a partner and, and, you know, if it's sometimes it's monetary, sometimes it's money, sometimes it is just connections being introduced to a, a network of people that can guide you. That's what we're really trying to create. We also have a fund in which we invest in businesses, right? So if you have a startup or, you know, you need capital or possibly a real estate deal, you know, our bank wants to wants you to be successful. So we want to invest and what you're doing if you do have the proof of concept and you need help scaling. So, you know, you're describing uh, what we call or what I call the collaboration model, right? You know, I think mm -hmm. most folks, especially if they're coming from a place of poverty or just not wealth, they look at individuals at the wealthy level as, well, oh, those guys are all sharks. It's all competitive, you know? And what I've been finding is not really. When I find that the folks that I actually interact with and I see who's really building wealth, I find the ones that are doing it correctly, they're on the collaboration mode. They recognize that, hey, if you do well, I do well. And if I do well, you do well. So if we're all eating, who's upset? Your win is my win. So facts. No, I, I'd agree 100% on that. You know, ultimately, um, your network is your net worth. So I am constantly looking to, you know, communicate with people. I'm constantly looking to get feedback. I'm constantly looking to help entrepreneurs, real estate professionals, people that are looking to develop because without them, I can't fulfill my, my need. So Jim Rome said, the more people you, you, you help, 
the, the, the wealthier you become, you know, and it's so true. So you can't do it in a cocoon. You can't, you can't lock yourself in your house and think that you're going to change the world. You got to go out into the world and, and, and really impact change that way. And that's what we're doing. And that's why, you know, no matter who, if somebody calls me and reaches out to me, uh, I'm always trying to help. And that's just how I treat people. And that's how I was raised. I like that. I appreciate that. So, you know, I got a good question for you that I think some folks are going to be having, you know, depending on their situation, depending on their environment, they might find themselves living in a place where maybe the people around them, you know, they're not talking like you and I, they're not having these sort of conversations, you know, and these are people they love. These are people they care about, but you know, they've never heard about financial literacy. They've never heard anyone speak about collaboration. You know, what would you say to those individuals that find themselves, you know, proximately like just in a place where their physical environment around them isn't conductive or conducive to growth what what's great about that is you can always move your environment you can always move your environment um take your five closest friends right your five closest friends the people that you spend the most time with you're an average of that you're literally an average of your five friends so those five people, if you're like at the top, you're more beneficial to them in terms of their growth. If you're, let's say you, you're, you're, you're kind of like a, a higher earner than them, right? Eventually what's gonna happen is it pulls you down. But if you're, you should be at the middle, right? You should be, you should have like maybe two below you and two above you so that you're constantly in touch and you're constantly moving. You need a variety of friends. You need a variety of perspectives. I tell people all the time, you know, I'm constantly trying to be around people that are doing interesting things. Not, not so much money, but just people that are just doing things with interesting ideas. People that can think into the future and give me a perspective that I hadn't thought about before. Like I really enjoy those conversations. Sometimes, and I don't know if you um if you've seen this new app called Clubhouse, have you heard about that Clubhouse? Yeah, yeah, we actually run yeah. a platform on there right now. Yeah, so I, you know, I jump on there every now and then. Somebody introduced me to it, but you know, it's so many options out here to engage in conversations and be around people that think differently, right? Agree or disagree. But the fact of the matter is, it's always important to get different perspectives. That's why I love clubhouse it's really just jumping on hearing these different perspectives some of them are i know completely wrong but there's a place <laughs> for it right and i wouldn't say i shouldn't say wrong i would just say there's better alternatives right um but i, I really really think that that's so important for, for our development is to constantly uh engage in conversations that, with people that you wouldn't normally uh engage with to constantly learn and under, try to understand their perspective. Try to try to uh, reach out to people with different uh, racial backgrounds, people that are uh, really experiencing different things at different levels of life, old, young, middle age, whatever. I think that there's value in that. I would totally agree with you. It, it's game changing and you don't know what you don't know. So the only way to get that new knowledge is to explore to give yourself that option. So when folks, that's why I'm grateful to have, you know, guests on my show. You know, it's that exact reason. I want the audience to be able to listen to perspectives outside of my own. You know, it's good for me. I'm enjoying these sort of conversations, but then for them as well, 
they're hearing things that they never may have heard before. You know, so even speaking of things that we've never heard before, you said something a little earlier in the conversation. I want to bring it back a little bit, if you don't mind. Mm-hmm. You sure. mentioned a, um, a family office, right? And for a lot of people, I don't think they've ever heard of that. You know, so can you explain a little bit about what that is? Because I think just even having a concept of that it exists would, you know, change the paradigm for a lot of folks. Sure, absolutely. So family office is really an office that's catered to high net worth individuals. And when we say high net worth, we're talking about they really aren't concerned with you if you don't have a net worth of at least $100 million, right? So that is, is, is really what it is. But you have to understand that that office, how it works is they manage, they're in wealth management, they manage the wealth of either wealthy individuals or wealthy families. And the family office that I worked with and, and others in that industry usually have about 20 people and each one of those 20 people control a different vertical. So you'd have someone that just focuses on tax strategies. How could we utilize and optimize the tax code to benefit our client, the wealth of our client? What is the best insurance? Another person may just focus on insurance policies. How could we insure against any downside risk? Another person may just focus on investments, commodities, real estate, whatever, however that uh, individual or that family, whatever their specialty of wealth accumulation, there's someone there that just focuses on that every single day, each vertical. It's like they go into work every day and just focus on that. Also, family offices also have a lobbyist, right? The lobbyist really goes, uh, usually as an attorney that's part of the, the client of the family office, they have an office on K Street in Washington, D.C., where all the other lobbyists are. And the reason why they're there is because they're close to the legislative process when, when bills are being made, when loopholes are, are being made. They could possibly affect the wealth of the particular client. And their job is to inject certain language or legalese into the legislation that benefits their client. So this is deep because... If the average person is not doing that, you can see how the wealth gap is going to get wider mm-hmm. and wider and wider. So that is the family office. I think that it's an interesting concept. But the reason why it's interesting is because we need to have a family office building our wealth. You Let's know. Go. So, um, yeah, I just I just think <laughs> that, you know, as people get more and more aware, you know, it's 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 time. You know, it's time. So I'm just trying to bring this community up so that we can take advantage of all these wealth building opportunities. Man, I appreciate it because even something like that, right? It's that is for a lot of people, that's going to be so mind blowing right there. Like what you just said, explaining the family office, explaining that it's a real thing. That's a structured, you know, entity that exists that's out there. They didn't even have an awareness of it. So, you know, they thought, well, I just got to get to the millionaire status and I'm all caught up only to find that you get there and there's a whole nother layer. This is an iceberg and we've just been looking at the tip and there's a massive 90% of it still unseen. So how we're not even playing on the same field yet. We're still just looking at that 10%. So that's Mm -hmm. important. And I like what you said there, because a lot of folks, 
they get discouraged when they start hearing this, right? Man, well, what they're doing is wrong. What it's not wrong. It's just they know the rules to the game. We all are playing the same game. We all have access to the same rules right now. So instead of being upset about it, let's learn the rules. Let's start using each other because we have a different advantage. And this is a conversation. I'm curious to hear if you agree with this because I was having this conversation actually last night with a, a family friend. And she was saying, well, you know, coming from the minority community, we're still very disadvantaged, right? And I said, okay, well, you know, explain to me what you mean. Well, we're disadvantaged in the sense of we go into, you know, for instance, traditional bank, and maybe we don't get the same treatment as our white counterparts. Maybe they don't necessarily believe in us right away. They don't want to work with us. I said, okay, you know what? You're actually, I would agree with you. Definitely. I can't say that's not true. I've definitely walked into different places and I felt I got different treatment. However, with everything comes, it's equal and opposite. So now like yourself, where when I asked you about marketing, you said, hey, you know, we haven't even spent a dime on this. We're just doing word of mouth. You have an advantage that our white counterparts don't have. You have access to our entire black community, our African American minority community, where you can go out into the streets and be accepted and speak and communicate with them because you're speaking the same language and you have the trust and you have the backing of that entire community where our white counterparts don't. So it's equal and opposite. So it's just being able to recognize, well, what's your strength? What's your advantage? Where's your, where's your win here? And go utilize that to go then tap into the rules and play the game at a higher level. So I appreciate that big time. No, I, I, I did. No, I agree with, with your rationale 100%. <clears throat> so in our community, we have to realize what we're really, what we have an advantage is that. Now, we, we are disadvantaged on a lot of different levels, but we're an advantage at other levels as well. So we mentioned the Clubhouse app. Um, the Clubhouse app was developed by um, a white uh, developer. He paid about $60,000 for the app, launched it, uh, had it going, moving along. But when he invited some black influencers or influencers of the culture, you know, it took off, right? It really took off. Um, a lot of celebrities, lots of, uh, you know, other major uh, entertainment influencers came on board and brought thousands and thousands of people on with them and it, and it took off. It's still in its beta format right now. The key to understand is, is that with our culture, we're huge consumers, probably the number one consumers. Uh, and what we need to do is uh, it's, it's stop being consumers and start being creators. Right? And that's really, really important. So I think that there is a lack of creativity in terms of execution. Like we are so creative because necessity is the mother of invention. But I just think that we need to pay more attention on how can we monetize our creativity? Like we're so creative. Like I, every city I go to, I know people that are just doing some incredible things, but it's on a very super small scale. And they, they're not leveraging technology. And that's really one of the reasons why it's like, you know what, we need to create this fund so we can find more and more people like that, you know, that are creating. So when we started with our bank, we basically, as a CPA, I was just reaching out 
Um, and I was from the entertainment industry and I reached out to a number of clients. And one, one of the people, clients that I reached out to was Buddy by Nature, right? I don't know if you know the hip hop group, they've sold millions and millions of records, but you know, they love what we're doing. So then they're like, you know, we want to take it around, Queen Latifah did this, this, you know, and just the bottom line is, is that that's what we need to do. It's like one network spreads out and then and then keeps spreading out. So it's like the creativity that exists is gonna allow the eradication of poverty. And I, I, I firmly believe that there should be no poverty. It's just the lack of creativity. So if you're in poverty, you probably have a, a creativity level of 10. Create, create, monetize you're gonna get out of poverty. So that's really the message that I, that I bring. Even the people outside of this country, it is, they, like we have such an advantage being in this country because the, 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 we're not limited per se, but at least I don't think that we're limited in terms of capital. When you live in a capitalistic society, if you have an idea that is proven and tested, you're gonna find money you know, if you know where to go, where to look, right? So I just think that the way that we are, we have, a, we have a number of black billionaires that are coming up. We have a million millionaires in this country. There's money floating around here. We, at this particular point in time in history, we are the richest society, the most wealthy society that has ever existed in the human history of mankind. So, you know, it, 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 we need to realize that the, the point in time that we, that we're living in, you know, and, and there's more and more people are going to be pushed into poverty at some point in time, if they don't realize that, you know, and this is, and, and, you know, I don't want to get too deep, but just think about this. Just think about this. There's more people alive today, right? There's more people alive today in 2020 than has ever died in the history of the world wow. in the history of mankind so there's more people alive than have ever passed away and ever died i'm talking about from from the first man all the way up till today you know and it's not even close that number is not even close and people are living longer and longer and longer i just don't want our community to be in a position where the resources that are available are gone, you know, and we see the changes that's taking place in our society. People are now talking about going to Mars and living in colonies and Mars. They're talking about leaving the earth, but at some point in time, maybe it's a hundred years down the road from, I don't know, but overpopulation, rising sea levels, all of these issues are coming to, gonna come to a crescendo. Could be, you know, another coronavirus, it could be whatever. There's things that's happening right now, and there's people that are thinking about the future. And if you're not part of that group that's forward thinking, you're gonna get left behind. If you do not have the financial literacy, you're gonna get left behind. If you're not health conscious, you're gonna get left behind. So all of these things need to be talked about. I commend you for even opening the door, having a platform to discuss and educate people because you can't. it's not just enough being entertained. You have to constantly learn, but it's great when you can be entertained and learn at the same time. I man, I love it. Uh, a buddy of mine calls it edutainment, and then another one calls it entertainment. You know, it's just like it's yeah. really being yeah. able to educate and think about the future. 
right? Tapping into the essence of what it truly means to be a human, what it means to be man, what it means to be woman, being that creator, right? And that's the part of us that nobody talks about, no one teaches. And that's important. That's why the show is called Into the Mind, right? Because the mind is the most powerful thing. Your body, that's the tool, that's the vehicle, that's the vessel, right? Your mind is what's controlling it. So you are the mind, right? You have access to that power, but we don't talk about that kind of stuff. We don't talk about it in school. And when I go and I meet my rich counterparts and I hang out with them and I talk with them, these are the conversations that they're having. These are the thoughts that they're thinking. They're looking into the future and they're making it. They always say, if you want to predict the future, the easiest way is to create it, right? And that's something that we just, we don't hear. You know, we're looking at the past, we're looking at the present, and we're allowing that to determine everything. So, you know, I have a few more questions for you before I let you run off this morning. And, you know, one of them is, like I said, the show is called Into the Mind, right? And mindset is big for me, you know, being very conscious of what I allow my mind to focus on, what thoughts I allow to come in, what thoughts I allow to be expressed out. Would you say that mindset is something that is important to you? And if so, what do you do to actively cultivate it? Yeah, mindset is definitely important. And I think that how you cultivate your mindset is constantly challenging yourself, looking at where you were yesterday and see if you're evolving, if you're constantly learning. What new information am I putting into my, my mind, right? If you sit around and let's just say, I know a lot of people through COVID, I'm a, you know, hip hop baby, right? Came up on hip hop. But the hip hop that you, if you just listen to hip hop today, you're getting one perspective across the board. And that's really what I'm concerned about for our young generation, you know, our 20 year olds, you know, you heard, of, you, you know, what's going on, all of these rappers are getting killed uh, from, from violence. And, um, you know, violence is going to be get more violence. And I just personally think that right now we have to understand that what we put into our minds is going to be manifested. You're not putting in, just like if you're not putting in great food into your body, eventually your body's going to break down and you're going to be unhealthy. So what I want to do is be conscious, right? We have a, a slogan at Money Avenue. It's called banking with a conscience. Be conscious of what you put into your mind. Be conscious of your mindset. Be conscious of where you're going and you're gonna, it's gonna bear fruit from there, you know? So it's, it's what you put in ref, is reflective of what the world sees and what comes out, you know? So that is, you know, my take on it. I um, firmly believe that it's super important and it's something that you need to work on every day and be cognizant of. Yeah, I appreciate that. I totally, I completely agree. So one of the ways that uh, I'm a fan of working on my mind is through reading, right? Reading daily. And there's, um, you know, a statistic that on average, millionaires read on average 60 books a year. Uh, I don't know if reading is big in your household, uh, but if so, could you name just two books that have been complete paradigm shifts for you and you would say would be good fundamental pieces to anybody's library? Yeah, definitely. Uh, reading is, is big in my household. So Two books that I can give you. Well, depending on the, the subject or the, the topic, uh, I, would, I would, if you're in real estate development, I think The People's Principles uh, is a great book. Uh, that's something that has really, you know, as far as real estate development has 
really told the story and gave, given me motivation to realize that, look, I can do this on another level, right? And, and uh, our Donahue Peoples is one of the last living legends, one of the most preeminent real, Black real estate developers uh, in the country living right now. So uh, I want to give him his roses. That book was an excellent book, and I, it, it's definitely, uh, I got a lot of value out of it. Uh, the next book that that I want to talk about is is a mindset book, right? And uh, it's the Grant Cardone 10x mm. uh, principle. I just love how people get a goal and they say, you know what, this goal is not bigger. Like I con I'm constantly challenging myself, right? So that's how I ended up starting a bank, and and it's really because I wanted to 10x what I wanted to do. So. It's a mindset book that forces you to just think bigger. And I think as people, we it's important to think big. It's important to, it's important to have goals so big that they scare you, you know? And that's really what, you know, with this bank, what, what we wanted, we want this bank to be, if we could get 1 million people to sign up and, and bank with us, we're gonna basically create a billion dollars that we can put into our community. We don't want to stop there, but the more you bank with us, the more real estate developers you're creating, the more entrepreneurs you're creating, the more opportunity you're creating for others. At the same time, you're uplifting yourself, right? So it's so important that we think big. And if we continue and we bring that into the years and the years ahead, we're going to be able to impact this world in ways that you would never have imagined. And that's really what I want to do is I want to bring that energy, that thinking big into the next years, two, three, four years down the road and create more millionaires because a million dollars today will not be worth a million dollars tomorrow. We know that, right? So we all should be striving to at least get to that, that number, that $1.4 million that we can pass on to the next generation. That's really the goal, creating more millionaires, creating generational wealth and doing it in a safe, efficient man man i love it i love it you know and that uh i think you might get a kick out of this story right you know the 10x it's it's big i agree that it's important to start thinking big and during the holiday i actually sat down with my mother and my sister and you know i just we're around the kitchen table for breakfast and i say hey like let's uh just do some goal setting today right okay they never really did this so we sit down and get everyone some paper and I tell them, you know, just write out what you want from 2021, right? So everyone has a few minutes, they write out their goals, they read them to me. Okay, cool. You know, very logical goals, very much like, you know, I'm on track for this, so this is where I can be next year. Great. I said, you know what, now what I want you to do, I want you to 10X everything. I want you just to make everything 10 times large, just like Grant Cardone says, make it 10 times bigger. And immediately you just saw the hesitation to stop. They just said, hmm? their brains just haywire. And they started beginning to give me reasons why that doesn't make sense. And I said, just for fun, we're just going to do an exercise. It's just for fun. I'm not going to hold you to it. Just make it 10 times bigger. So they start making it 10 times bigger. And after they finished, they're looking at it like, well, you told me to make it 10 times bigger. And I said, great. Now what I want us to do I want you to imagine that next year, that goal has to be accomplished. It has no choice but to be accomplished. 
how do you think you would go about making it happen? And they're saying, well, it's impossible. I can't, well, I, I know it's impossible, but just humor me. You know, if it had to be done, what do you think it would look like to make it have to happen? And then they started to write. And the coolest thing, you can see it in their eyes, like something clicked and you saw, hmm. And ideas that were never there before began to rush in. It began to flood in. And that's when they started to realize, oh, wow. If I don't even begin to accept that this may be a potentiality, my brain won't even begin going to work on creating solutions for this. Therefore, it's only going to be impossible because my brain never gave it the opportunity to be possible, right? When we allow ourselves to have that opportunity, allow the imagination to go ahead and wander and play, then the brain can begin to go to work. The mind can begin to go to work on the task of solving the problem that you don't know yet how to solve. But if you tell yourself it can't be done, well, then great. The brain already solved the problem. It doesn't need to be done. So I think that book recommendation of 10X is spot on. And I'm looking forward to the people's principles. I'm definitely going to want to pick that up because real estate development is uh, something that I see for myself in the future. So I'm excited to uh, tap into that. So I do have one more question, one final question. And this is one of my favorite questions. I ask every single guest at the end of every show. And it's a very simple question. Let's imagine tomorrow morning you wake up. And when you wake up, you find that everything that you've learned, everything you spent your lifetime learning, it's gone. The financial literacy is gone. The network of people that you've met, it's gone. You know, you don't even remember your name. When you wake up, you understand, you have a feeling of, okay, I'm in a safe space. So you're not worried. You're not freaking out, but you're just a blank slate of a human being again. However, there is one thought in your mind, right? There's one little nugget of wisdom that's just there. And you don't know why it's there. However, you're not questioning it. You're not asking yourself, why is this true? You just believe it with all your faith to be true. What would you want that one piece of wisdom to be? Yeah, that's, that's a deep one. Um, is it wisdom or is it a memory? It will be, in this case, it will be wisdom. It would be a piece of knowledge. It wouldn't be a memory right. path. It would just be a piece of knowledge or a piece of information that's in there. And you don't question it. You just take it and you run with it. You just work with it. Wow. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, that's a deep one. I, I think um, I, would, I would say that I would really just want to be able to understand that, um, you know, we are a culmination of our experiences. We are uh, um, creatures of habit. That's number one. But if you wipe the slate clean, it's just important to know who you are. Like self-awareness is, is really, really key. And I would hope that I would have enough facility to understand who I am as a person. And that's going to define my steps going forward of how, how I would go about recovering either knowledge or specialized knowledge. It's not so much about specialized knowledge, but I think personally that there's no, with the advent of technology, the internet, there's no sector of knowledge that you cannot get to. It's just understanding how do, I, how do I tap in to the knowledge that I need to take me from point A to point B, you know? Um, so hopefully if I, can, if I can remember those things and not box myself in and I can, allow myself to think freely and knowing that this whole world is just about making the right connections 
uh, and tapping into knowledge, then everything can be restored and I can be back to the person that I'm striving to be today. <laughs> oh man, I like that answer. I like those are very well thought out answer. I do genuinely enjoy you know, to seeing how that journey of how your brain went and say, okay, yeah, this guy, I would, you would, if your memories are lost, you would get back to where you are. I could see that for sure. I would hope. I would hope. <laughs> scary thought though. Scary thought. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, Donahue, I do appreciate having you on. Um, you know, so for folks that are interested in wanting to follow you or wanting to find you or wanting to connect with you, I mean, how would they go about doing that? Where should they look for you? Absolutely. So I'm on every social media platform, uh, probably on Instagram a little more because I get a lot of uh, communication via Instagram. But A, Donahue Baker, A-D-O-N-A-H-U-E, Donahue Baker, uh, on all platforms. Uh, and you can find me there. And uh, I have a website as, as well, adonahuebaker.com. Um, that's my personal. Now, the bank uh, if you're interested in banking with Money Avenue, what we talked about in this interview, definitely sign up for our uh, notification. All you have to do is put your name and email address and phone number and for a sign-up sheet, and you'll be notified when we launch. And you'll, you'll also go through like an onboarding process sometime within the next 30 days. But that address is bankmoneyav.com bankmoneyav.com is the is the url and uh you can sign up there and hopefully uh you'll encourage more people to sign up as well because um i think that you know the group that we have we're going to change the world we're going to have a beta that's coming out within the next 30 days and we're looking for people to test our beta free of charge um, we're going to do something really special for those people it could be stock giveaway could be cash giveaway i don't know but the first people that first group of of, of like a thousand people that that sign up try our beta for 30 days give us some feedback we're gonna we're gonna really do something special for those guys but i i think it's gonna change the world so i'm excited about it oh man you guys hear that you better jump on that right now because if they're only giving it away to a thousand i can already tell you there's 90 999 spots left because i'm jumping on that you know so you know, Donahue, seriously, thank you for you guys listening. I'm going to have all of the info down below. So you'll be able to just click, get right over to his social media, get on his YouTube. He drops amazing content, Instagram, amazing content. The website is well put together. I mean, it's professional through and through. So really, I do appreciate you so much for coming on the show today. I appreciate you for dropping all the knowledge that you've dropped all the free game that you're putting out there for everybody and what you're doing for the community. The fact that you're giving back, you're a true go-giver and I'm grateful to have been connected to you. Absolutely. Let's keep the connection going and uh, hopefully uh, we'll come back on or, you know, just, I'd love to, you know, see how things are moving in your world as well. So I'm sure through, through, uh, through money. Yeah, we'll, we'll keep the connection going, but really want to thank you for giving me the opportunity to be on your platform. Of course, of course. It's been an absolute pleasure. So guys, make sure you uh, check out Money Ave, check out Donahue Baker, A Donahue Baker, and you know, let him know. If you appreciated anything that you heard today, tag him, let him know, give him some feedback. That way he knows what's working. Maybe if you have some questions, reach out to him and just, this is how we keep growing, right? If we get some feedback, it's hard to know if you guys are listening. So you got to let us know that the words are hitting home. That way we can continue to create this content. We can continue to get guests 
and really make this platform grow and grow this network. Awesome. All right, brother. Thanks, man. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Wow. A Donahue Baker for real, man. You just dropped knowledge for people. Hopefully everybody was listening. You guys took some notes, had a pen and paper ready and soaked in what you heard today because he just gave you a cheat code to essentially start up business and have money that can fund whatever idea you have. And if things go south and that off chance that this business venture doesn't work out, you're giving yourself an opportunity to restart, gather your equipment, gather your resources, and do it all over again without hurting your personal credit. So I'm excited to build business credit this year for 2021. I'm excited to see a Donahue's bank money avenue come out. And guys, really, if you were finding value in this sort of conversation, in these sort of episodes, make sure you let us know right? Shoot me a DM on Instagram. It's at Mindset Marlin. Let's continue the conversation. Screenshot yourself listening to this and tag me. Let's share this with the world. Let's share this with our network. Let's have everybody grow. We're on a mission to change the dynamic, change the conversation that's going on in our communities, create generational wealth, and ultimately control the narrative. I want to rewrite the history books of the future, right? And the way we're going to do that is by shaping our today, here, and now. So let's get at it. If you guys need anything from me, feel free to reach out always and forever. If you have any questions about real estate, reach out. If you have any questions about business credit, reach out to A. Donahue. You'll be able to find him on IG just as easy. I'll tag all of his information below. I'll tag all of my information below. Let's connect. Let's grow. And I look forward to seeing you guys for the next episode.